0: Welcome back to the hollow sky podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven
1: and Kyle.
0: And this is a monster energy drink. Hell yeah. I, I'm getting ready to sip on Kyle just cracked one. So I
1: did it right before we post record following his footsteps. a boy. a boy. Take God, in the first one. The amazing always the best. One. Oh, it's so good. Still so waiting on that sponsorship, but yeah. you know.
0: I keep tagging Monster on Twitter and shit, but they're lame.
1: Yeah, they're not ready for all this smoke.
0: All I do, they'll post something about like some snowboarder or some bullshit, and I'm just like, yo, we're still here.
1: Yeah, about that dog man and <laughs> UFOs and shit.
0: Yeah.
1: You you think we you're become your snowboarders You become extreme. cryptid hunters? We're not going
0: to have a Monster logo on the back of our jackets. It's true. Because you guys aren't listening now.
1: Oh, speaking of sponsorships. Not that we have one, but another one that I would like. What,
2: <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: Oh, no, it actually, it's it's more of like a product recommendation for anybody that works outside in the heat. This is
0: a non-paid sponsorship, by the way. A
1: hundred percent. That it would work good for you. That liquid IV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, good. totally drink that shit before you go to work. Like before you actually start working. They have, like, extra hydration formulas. Yeah, get some electrolytes in your Dude, system. so helpful. And watermelon is the greatest.
0: It's pretty legit.
1: It's amazing. So, for anybody that works outside in the bullshit, like me and Steve do, in just horrendous working conditions...
0: Yeah, Monster's usually not the best thing to take in when you're trying to stay hydrated.
1: No, just do that, like, at the ass end of your Or your the day.
0: beginning. The... the
1: yeah like your morning coffee yeah type situation don't use it for hydration or when you know you're done working for the day but you're actually still working then you can drink your monster (laughs) facts just don't do it liquid iv yeah i would definitely anybody who's unfamiliar with it i would definitely look into it uh really awesome stuff and they they have like a vitamin one uh it's almost like the emergencies and stuff like that oh yeah, that's cool so yeah it's pretty dope i just figured i'd throw that out there because i know there's a lot of blue collar ladies and gentlemen out there that are busting their ass every day like we are
0: i was stoked i thought you landed us a sponsorship and you're gonna surprise me
1: no no no
0: non-paid sponsorship
1: no no No. I, i wish i wish it would be cool. One of these days. It'd be cool just to have a sponsor that's like Liquid IV that was just like, here, I'll send you, I'll, instead of paying you, I'll just send you boxes of our product. And I'd be like, all right, that's cool. That'd be sick. That's cool. Gonna keep me hydrated during my hell day. <laughs> yup. But, anyways, moving forward here.
0: Moving on. We are going to do some holophone. Goodness,
1: and I'm ick fucking excited. I
0: was stoked. He is, he is. I read like up and ready to go.
1: I read like three sentences from a text message. I'm like, I'm in. He sent I'm me in. a
0: picture of the holophone the other day, and we had like 27 text messages yes. and like 21 voicemails. You guys are going hard.
1: Oh, it's so hard
0: awful. in the hollow.
1: I'm so stoked that the holophone was a good idea.
0: It was a good idea, and you guys keep sending, keep sending the weird shit. We need, we need weird
1: shit. Yeah, the most fucked up stuff out there
0: we thrive on it we are in our element when it's weird but before we get into that going through all the business check us out at all the social media facebook instagram youtube twitter reddit tiktok search up the hollow sky podcast wherever you hang out and bring that hangout to us because that's what we do build a community and just enjoy everybody's weird company if you have a paranormal experience you'd like for us to feature on a future show Kyle's got tons of details about how you can get it to us.
1: This is true. Um, you can write your story out. You can record yourself on a voice memo app or just your video recorder on your phone and shoot that over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. And for anybody worrying about the video section of it, just realize that I can strictly pull the audio off of that. So don't worry about the video itself. It's just a form of being able to record yourself.
0: Yeah, Kyle's a hacker.
1: I wish. <laughs> you guys didn't know. <laughs> we would be non existent. <laughs> i promise you that. Is a hacker. I would be hacking into all types of shit. Good.
0: He's uh, working on it. He's training. Yes. He's a hacker in training.
1: It's true. Um also We have the holophone, obviously, and the number to that's going to be 1618-556-0837. You can also look in the show notes, find it there, but you can text it, you can call it, uh, leave a voicemail. Remember, that runs in four-minute blocks. So if you have an exceptionally long story, you either have to call back and leave another one or revert back to the voice memo app and being able to mail it to us. It's up to you. We really don't care. And we also do interviews from this phone and everything else. So, yeah, just, just, send the, just
0: send the weird.
1: Yeah. And if, if you, hell, if you want an interview, just ask. Send, shoot Kyle a text. It's not that hard. Because I, it, yeah. I'm always looking for Patreon interviews. And then there's interviews with me and Steve. And if you they know, get a
0: new schedule, which I hope so, they keep dragging their feet, work, boss. <laughs> we should have more time to focus on the podcast. Yeah. Because our schedules are going to pretty much mirror one another. Yes. Yeah, so it's which is a get, bonus.
1: It's going to get litty real fast. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Listen, boss. Make shit happen. Quit dragging
1: your feet. Big facts.
0: For fuck's sake.
1: Big facts.
0: About to file a grievance on this motherfucker.
1: I would. I am too, then, now.
0: Now Kyle's following. Yep, Yeah, that's it. It's on. But before we get into all of your wondrous stories, you're probably wondering how you can support the podcast first and foremost. Share it everywhere. Share it uh, to all your weird friends, at the water cooler, at the water and hole, wherever you're at. Post it on social media. Share our episodes. Just get our name out there to anybody who listens to podcasts, loves paranormal stuff, loves spooky stuff, and creepy stuff. Just... Mention our name.
1: That's literally probably the most important thing you can do.
0: 100%. If you'd like to go beyond that, we have a Patreon. Hop over there, check the tiers, and see if there's anything you're interested in. We got some goodies, stickers, and buttons, and magnets, and shirts, and shit like that. And we've also got extra content. Kyle's been on his game, popping out extra content over here. So check that out. We have a Venmo. You can throw a couple... Bucks from your pocket change and that to keep our monsters flowing if you feel like it. And we also do these good little things, these five-star rating and reviews. If you leave us a five-star rating and add a review to it, we will shout you out on a future show. Today's five-star rating and review comes to us from Heather Hollywood. She says, perfectly splendid, five stars. Picky podcast listener here. I've never left a review before, but the gratefulness you guys have for them gave me the motivation to chime in with my opinion. I started listening to the podcast about two years ago. And since then, there have only been five that I can handle enough to add to my daily routine. This is one of them. I'm big on the back and forth chatter and the others have none of that at all. And that's what I really require. However, you guys have just enough of it to be interesting and funny without being annoying. <laughs> okay. Thank you.
1: I love it. That's that. I, uh, that hit me in the feels. I appreciate that.
0: We take our pride in not being annoying. That's right. She continues with, I love the storytelling and the energy between you two. I appreciate the humbleness and the authenticity while still being entertainment and blunt. Happy I found Hollis Guy. It is perfectly splendid. You know what? We're happy you found us too. Well, yeah.
1: You're a dope person. I'm stoked. Like that was, that was a really awesome review and actually, I love you know, how like
0: it goes against a lot of people in my life that think I am annoying
1: well so I'm, thinking, is, I'm not far off of that
0: this is this is pretty good to hear and you she know?
1: and and what's kind of funny is she like there are people out there that appreciate our bluntness that we're like we kind of call it as we see it
0: yeah i mean i don't know how, any other way to do it
1: really. same like like i just we try to reiterate everything in a, in a fashion that isn't fashionable hmm. that isn't uh like, trying to talk down on shit. We just, we have questions, and why not? But ask the questions, you know? Why not? Calls it like we see it. That's what we have to do. And
0: this just proves that there are people out there that like
1: it. That's where I'm at. There's probably a lot That's of people where I'm that at. don't. Oh, I'm sure there well, are I'm a not lot of those well, people that leave reviews. We know there's a lot of people that don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes they do leave reviews, but yeah. they don't count. That's true. Because they're lame. Also true. And they probably have a lot of shit going on in their life that makes them hate us. They don't even know us. It's true. I'm sorry if your life is that bad that you have to project your anger on two guys sitting in the the fucking middle of Illinois, in nowhere Illinois. They have to go out there and just talk shit.
1: Yeah, try to make us... You know what? Try to make us feel bad. Yeah. Good luck.
0: You know what? The bottom line is... If you didn't know us, you wouldn't be talking shit about us. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's where we are.
1: That's where we are.
0: Anyway, we're rambling, so I'm sure we're going to get a bad review about this. That's okay. On to the phone. All right. hollow phone sound. I agree. Of the NWO theme song. Okay. Bum, 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 bum,
1: bum, I'm okay bum, with that. I am okay that
0: with that. Sick. Oh, you're going right into the meat of this one, aren't you? Oh yeah, this
1: You is... are so stoked.
0: This text message is like
1: It's long as fuck. 6 pages long. It's long as fuck, but I'm I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um So, I'm just going to dive into it. <laughs> Cuz so I excited. I don't have the choice.
0: Whenever Kyle sees something that like ticks his like interest meter
1: I go hard his
0: eyebrows go up and his eyes <laughs> get real big and he's like oh yeah yeah so he was just scrolling through it and it yeah. happened
1: hopefully hopefully it doesn't dupe me because I am a fucking sucker for a story like I and I'm notorious you can ask Steve like I'll read like three sections of a story and then I text him I'm like holy shit and then I read the rest of it and I'm like, like oh it's, never yeah, my it's mind. not that bad <laughs> it's way different than what I thought <laughs> So oh, I am I am horrible when it comes to that. Game on. <laughs> but here we go. Uh it says, holy crap, you just had to do MH370. That tears it, boys. First off, I'd like to say hello, Stephen and Kyle. I'm a dedicated Holl Sky fan. What up? My name is Jeremy, and I found you guys maybe around episode 30. Damn, OG. Or OG. And since then, you have earned your way to the top of my list of favorite podcasts. So much so that I have been considering sharing my pieces of the puzzle to the weird shit we all love.
0: Well, Jeremy, you just climbed to the top of our favorite listeners, Right,
1: dog. Let's go. I've never put these events out in public, only discussed with my closest family members. But holy shit, you guys got to hear this. It ties MH370 to a UFO scene near Hellyer, Kentucky. Oh. Which is massive leaps there. Oh, wow. I'm going to call and leave a message. I think you guys will want to hear this. Fuck, this is a strange world. We're getting even stranger by the day. I'm at work right now, and I'm afraid that the background noise from the piece of surface mining equipment that I'm operating right now combined with my accent would make a voice message unlistenable. But that's where this story starts. One night when I was in my rock drill... On night shift, I was finishing drilling a hole, and when I looked up to move to the next hole, I saw it. So that night I was drilling on top of a point that overlooked the Tug River Valley with the town of Matawan golf course that follows the river off to my right. And coming down the river valley, right at me is this incredibly bright light. I remember that I first thought it must be a helicopter. ...with its spotlight on because I've never seen anything this bright in the sky. So I stopped and opened the cab of my drill and stepped out onto the porch for a better look. It was hard to judge the size of how or how high up this was because of the brightness of the electric blue light. So I see it's flying in a slow straight line for a few seconds. Then it arcs slightly gaining an elevation and when it reaches about one o'clock... In its upward arch, it accelerated at an indescribable high rate of speed with no noticeable sound barrier boom. I mean, fast enough to turn us into a puddle on the wall. But it's so bright, I can still see it as a tiny dot way, way up in space before finally going out of sight. This was the first sighting, late 2010 or early 2011. The second sighting. This sighting took place at the house we were living in at the time i was in my yard walking my dog well after dark all these sightings take place in pike county kentucky deep in the heart of the appalachian mountains but the second two are only maybe 10 miles as the crow flies from hellier kentucky so i look up like i said while walking my dog and i see the same electric blue light moving across the sky in front of me kind of in a left to right direction but this time i had more time and i had my iphone 3 laugh out loud in my pocket well as this light is moving disturbingly slow i managed to get a couple of pics both zoomed in and out and even a short video that i also zoomed in on then it made the same move as the last time it starts to arch in elevation and when it reaches the top of its circle it takes off again this time i'm not around any loud machinery and this thing doesn't make a sound even as it completely destroys the speed of sound leaving the atmosphere just like the last sighting. I could see it till it was the smallest dot of light in the, in space, but this time, as I'm watching for it to go out of sight, at the point in the sky it took off from, it suddenly reappeared, almost like it might have shot back down so fast I blinked and couldn't see it, but it reappeared like in a small to large dot of light instantly. That's hard to put into words. And then continued on, along the exact path and speed it was traveling when I first saw it until I lost it over the horizon behind the mountains. Wow. Now I know I gotta contact MUFON, to be continued. So I'm gonna point out right now that that the iPhone camera has come a long, long way over the years because the footage of the electric blue light in the sky was worthless. Maybe it was just my skill or lack thereof, but pics and video was useless. So then comes the MUFON clusterfuck. I attempted to contact somebody with MUFON, but with my old laptop, the only thing I could find was page after page of disheartening questions that had no bearing on my sighting. Later, come to find out, Google tricked me, and I wasn't even on the MUFON website. Third, and most amazing sighting coming soon, and you will soon see the bearing to MH370. Jeremy, you duped me. I thought 370 was going to be in this, bro. Oh, that was it? That That, was was it right now. Jeremy. Come on, bro. No cliffhangers at Hollows. No, you can't do this to us. This is wrong. It's wrong.
0: Damn it. But Hellier is... I mean, Hellier is a weird place, period. Rule Kentucky is a weird place,
1: period. Facts. Like... But really, I know it can be weird too.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's not even an argument. That is not even an argument, right? It is weird. But all, all like all of the things that have gone down in Hillier with the goblins and like everything, Brown mountain and all of that. I don't even know if that's in Kentucky, but it was in Hillier, so I'm going with it. And the that uh, are surrounded around that.
1: And... Uh, the uh, cults, yeah, all that type situations.
0: Like this is par the course. And it's
1: here. Wasn't at one point there was like a a news, like a news segment done on a blue light that kind of went across the States at one point. Do you remember that? I know it went directly over St. Louis. I remember seeing it on the news. I do
0: do remember hearing. I
1: don't remember how long ago that's been. It's been a while.
0: Yeah, I do remember hearing about it. But
1: I don't know if it fits in the same time Time frame. Good. Could. That would be interesting.
0: And it's it's weird that this thing moves so fast, but it didn't break the sound barrier.
1: Right. And then like that's
0: almost some kind of technology that we're not privy to.
1: And then it, it was also bizarre how it shoots up into space like it did, disappears, but in that same instant of it disappearing up there, it Probably reappears specific. back on its original flight path.
0: Almost like some kind of portal shit. Yeah. Like
1: portal shit. Yeah. Or like or like even like he said, like he described it, like it just kind of in the the blink of an eye, it reset itself or man-
0: manifested itself or something.
1: Yeah. Like it, it made me think like almost like that forward segment of time just disappeared, like it rewinded time. Oh right, yeah. That's weird. Right back. Cause he said it was on almost the identical flight path. Now it's instead of arcing this time, it just followed its flight path. That is. Weird. So it is, it's, it was definitely weird.
0: Man, I'm just I'm just waiting to see something. I'm just... I'm needing to see some weird shit. So, I've constantly got my eyes open. But you left us hanging, Jeremy, for this M- MH370 stuff. Yeah, you, Trying to you get better them. bring
1: that full circle, homie. If,
0: if this UFO manifests three, MH370 over <laughs> the Don't hills get me of Kentucky... I am going to quit podcasting.
1: Don't get me this excited.
0: I'm going to quit podcasting and I'm going to move to Hellier.
1: Let's go. Let's go. I'm sure we can get a double wide.
0: You're thinking high, high expectations. Okay. I'm thinking pull behind.
1: Oh, I'm good with that too. Up up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hell
0: yeah. But thanks for sending your story. And we're going to hold you to in the next half. Maybe it's tucked away in there somewhere.
1: Maybe it we'll might hope. be it might actually be it might be in the voicemail, I don't know.
0: We're well, we're hoping we're going to get to it because you had Kyle's hopes, yeah. Really excited. I'm
1: still excited. Don't get it, don't get it twisted, I'm still excited to hear it. Like even if even if you think it's absolutely fucking nuts, I still want to hear it. That's no really matter what, I still want to hear it. We're here for. Absolutely. So, with that being said, we're going to move into a voicemail here. This one's 4 seconds, so it's probably nothing, but <laughs> Hollow Sky Fashion. Alien chatter. Hollow Sky Fashion. We have to listen to
2: it. Hopefully it just says you suck. <laughs> it might. It, it might. So here we go. Let's go. All right. Sick.
1: So as stated.
0: So caller that didn't post anything. We appreciate you.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. Moving on. All right. The next one definitely has substance because it's three in a row from what looks like Virginia.
0: Oh, please let it be from like Quantico.
2: So here we go. What's up, guys? Love the podcast. What's up, hollow sky listeners? You guys are great. Uh, Quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts out there. I've got some good stories to share. Um, I'll start with the UFO story. Definitely. Changed my life seeing this thing back in uh, 2002. So, me and three of my buddies went on a hike after school one day. I was a senior in high school. This is in um, Haymarket, Virginia, is where we were hiking. Uh, we go up to this spot that we used to camp at sometimes. Got a little bit of rock. The mountains in Virginia are pretty mellow. Nothing like out west where I live now, there's not a lot of rocks, but this one spot had a little bit of rocks, and we would hike up there and camp, and people would rock climb there every once in a while. So we're hanging out up there, getting ready to hike back down, starting to get you know about that time, and my good buddy first notices this object off to our right. We're kind of standing on the ridge, you know, the mountain extends out to our right and left and then in front of us just kind of like a pretty flat plane that gradually rises up into uh, Shenandoah Mountains. So we're standing there we see this object coming from the right hand side and it was pretty far away at first and my buddy noticed it first and then I saw it and we're trying to figure out what it was as it's coming in and I remember Thinking it was a plane about to crash because it kind of had this like haze coming off of it that I assumed was smoke. Kind of like when you look at a hot road in the summertime, you, you have that like haze coming off the road. This thing looked like that a little bit. So it's coming down like towards the trees, like descending, descending. Right when I thought I was about to see a plane crash and an explosion. This thing shot past us at just an unbelievable speed, just absolutely mind-blowing speed. And then did a 180-degree turn right back the other direction without having to decelerate or accelerate. It was able to do 90-degree turn, 180-degree turn, just absolutely mind-blowing aerial maneuvers that. You know, to my knowledge at the time, shouldn't exist. So when we first saw it, and it came close to us, we got a really good look at this thing. So we're standing there. The first shape that it made, or that it was, was a, a metallic boomerang shape, and it was flying around doing these crazy right angle turns, ninety degree turns. They would, like, dip below the ridge line, shoot over, like, pass us again, and then pop back up, like, above the ridge line, and they kept doing that, like, going below the ridge, shooting over, popping back up, and then it would hover right out in front of us, like, fairly close. Like, I, I feel like if there was beings in this thing, it was close enough where they could have seen us. And, uh... It it changed shape. It's right in front of our eyes. It went from a metallic boomerang shape to a metallic sphere. And a lot of people, I think, see these spheres. But I haven't really seen too many.
0: Well, listener, thanks so much for sending in your UFO story. I don't think you left your name. I tried to listen for it, but I didn't catch it. Um, I that the ending of your UFO story where it changed shape like That's at first cool. i was That's listening yeah i was listening to it and i'm like man could it have been some sort of like governmental craft cuz me and Kyle were just having an off off the air conversation before we started recording tonight about like how many of these aerial phenomena we're seeing are probably and possibly and quite probably governments our government other world governments uh, technology that we we are not privy to yet. But then, when you said that, because you were talking about the the crazy aerial maneuvers and things, and
1: yeah, which like you hit the way the way he was talking about how it was like dipping up and down behind the the hill and stuff, and then doing these maneuvers, like it felt like like you were saying like a government,
0: like it was like almost like it was training.
1: Yes, like, like a training exercise. Like when when you brought that up while we were listening, I'm like. That's exactly how I feel about this. Hundred awesome. percent.
0: He was. Pr- it was like a, It was practicing aerial maneuvers. Yeah. What I thought. But then you hit us where with where it completely <laughs> changed, changed completely morphed into a sphere. It's because and I don't even. I don't even know.
1: I don't know that I've ever heard one of them stories.
0: What to do with that?
1: No.
2: No.
0: I. I yeah. I mean, I've seen. I've seen some videos where a UFO will break into multiple UFOs.
1: Yes, I've seen that.
0: I don't know that I've seen one that's changed its its structural shape so
1: much. Yeah, I was going to say, especially so drastically. Like, you go from a fucking boomerang to a sphere.
0: Yeah, it's almost like molecular manipulation.
1: Oh, yeah. And then, like... I I realize that you probably don't remember uh, exact details, but like, think about it like this, Steve. Like, it would make sense if, in a way, if this boomerang turns into a sphere, sphere, but this, the sphere is kind of small, right? What would make it bizarre if the sphere was huge, like, like, like there wouldn't be enough
0: boomerang to create. Yes.
1: (laughs) yeah that's where it gets really fucking weird because then it would add mass and then you're just like what the like how does it get bigger
0: i don't even know
1: like it's weird enough that like it stays in the same general like taking i
0: wish i could have been there to see
1: it yeah like taking play-doh like a play-doh and you make a boomerang with that play-doh ball and then you roll it into a ball like so big of a ball exactly That's where it would get fucked that up. Awesome. It's it's fucked up either I, way.
0: Whenever I hear listener stories, I like close my eyes and try to like, yes, vision it as it's going. Try to put myself there. So I'm watching this boomerang make moves and dip behind the hills and make these crazy right angle turns. And then when you hit me with the turn into a turn into a ball. Essentially, I'm like, what in the?
1: Oh, fuck? dude, I was exactly like as like you said. Like I don't care if I remember the exact words, but it was like, and then it changed say shape, and I go. Like I'm i I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what does he mean? And then you're like, it turned into a sphere. And I'll go, What the fuck? It, it can't. Like, like
0: <laughs> it's not supposed to do that.
1: This is crazy. I love it though. I do too. I love it.
0: I hope I get to see something. I, I like I've been on a mission to try to see some shit here. We will.
1: Today.
0: We will. I'm just ready. Like I am I'm putting it out there. My intentions are to see some weird shit. Great. I'm sending it to the moon.
1: We'll send baby, but I think I'm assuming this guy uh, has a little bit more to the story because it looks like he has called back two more times. It looks oh, like okay. so. We'll go ahead and dive into these and see what's up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just gonna pop in with a little disclaimer here the next call has a bunch of weird feedback in it. I don't know what it is, but it's creepy. Uh, it's also loud. So if you're listening to headphones, you're going to want to turn it down a little bit because these, whatever it is that's interfering with our caller is popping in hot. So I don't want anybody to blow their eardrums out. If you want to skip it, you can pop back in at about 33 30 ish and we get the second part of his call. But if you want to still listen to what he has to say, uh, just kind of tweak the volume a little bit so you don't blow your eardrums out.
2: I'm calling back. I've got another story to share. Just called with my UFO story. This one is about, I guess you could say, a glitch. I've uh, since gone back and listened to some of your older episodes before I was following you guys. and Recently, um listened to the glitch episode. And I was like, well, I got a story to share about something like that. So, this is probably, you know, the UFO. And this are, I would say, the weirdest things that I've experienced, and they're very different. Uh, the UFO is obviously, if you guys listen to that already, very visual and mind-blowing technology that we're seeing, um, and this one is just totally on a different level. So, I used to live in this little farmhouse. It had a nice you know nice to take my girlfriend and I were living out there by the American river. And, uh, I was doing some work in my room one day and earlier that day, her and I used to do these like online workout program things. And I was doing like a workout with her on the front porch and we noticed that there was this little thing, you know, um, on the ceiling, like this little piece of wood that you could push up and slide over and there was like space up there uh, that I don't really know what it would be for, but I guess I want to say a crawl space, but it's like you know on the ceiling. And then we were working we were doing some work in my room and he's laying on the bed and we noticed that there's another one in the closet that you can push up and slide over. And we were like, hmm, that's that's weird. Like, I wonder if those connect, like we didn't know if there was like a wall separating the two little spaces because they were like right, you know, right on the, right close to each other. Like it would have been on the other side of the wall, like where the port is like from the room. So I meant to check it and I, we finished up, you know, doing the work and, and like the next day. And I had left some like, you know, considerably valuable things in that closet when I was gone for a little while. And it was like, kind of like eating at me a little bit. And I was thinking about it a lot. I was like, man, I wonder if those things connect, if someone could just slide those um, things off and like get in the house through the front porch. And I was like, as soon as I get back there, I'm going to make sure that that, that those things don't connect. And I like, I was thinking about it a lot. And so I, get back there, like, maybe, like, five days later, and I open the closet to check, and we had, like, a decently long conversation about this, you know, like, her and I, like, oh, we need to make sure, and I'm so glad that she was there, because I definitely would think I was going a little crazy if she wasn't also there to, like, witness this, but I get back down there, I open up the closet, because I want to check to make sure that this thing doesn't, like, connect to the. Other little soft base thing on the porch from my bedroom closet, and I open the door and the thing is gone. Like it, it just looks like it was never there. Like it didn't exist. And I just there, I, there's no explanation for it. So I call her, call my girlfriend on FaceTime. I'm like, hey, like you remember we were talking about that thing, and we wanted to make sure that. He couldn't like get in the house through that? He's like, Yeah and I'm like, it's not there anymore. I'm like, what do you mean it's not there? Like it's like it's never existed. Like it's just a regular ceiling now. Like I just got cut off on that. But uh the story anyway, just wanted to call and wrap it up. Yeah, so the the thing on the ceiling is gone and we just have no explanation for it. Like I mean, I still don't. I have no idea what happens. Possible things that come to my mind, like, I don't know, did, it, did we shift timelines um, where things are suddenly different? Um, I, I don't know. I just, that one has got me stumped. I feel like I've gotten some answers on some of the other weird stuff, or at least in my mind, answers, you know, when it comes to, like, UFO stuff, and Cryptids and stuff like that. I can wrap my my head around those things better than than this one. Like this one just has me completely stumped. I have no idea how something in my house can one day be there, and and then all of a sudden it's just like it was never there at all. Um. So yeah. I mean, I would love to know if anyone else has experienced anything like this. Who knows what's going on in this crazy world we live in? Reality, simulation, who knows? (laughs) Anyway, thanks. I hope you guys enjoy the stories. All of these are 100% true. And I've got some other stuff I can share later on, but I feel like I've taken up enough time for now. All right.
0: Caller, that is so awesome.
2: It is weird.
0: The first thing that pops into my head was, I don't know if anybody's read the book, House of Leaves, it is, it is a, a absolute task to read, but it reminds me of this so much. It's almost like a reverse House of Leaves situation. The couple in the book goes on vacation and when they come back, there is a door in their house that wasn't there.
1: That's So that'd be there. weird.
0: So it gets it gets the dad like interested in the blueprints of the house and he gets it out and he's trying to see if this door was on the blueprints. Maybe it was covered up. Somebody broke in and like tore down some drywall or some weird shit. And he gets to look at the blueprints and the blueprints of the house are different than the actual measurements of the house. So he's like, what in the hell is going on? So he measures the interior of the house and it's bigger than the measurements that he takes on the outside of the house. <laughs> so it turns out to be this whole just clusterfuck of absolute nonsense. But anyway, that's what it reminded me of right off the rip. Secondly, I don't know where we're supposed to go with this one. I don't either. The fact that you you have your partner that uh, substantiates what you have experienced takes it to a whole different level. And when you said maybe you've switched timelines or uh, realities, I was like, holy shit. Because if you hadn't noticed that before on that very day and you came back, you would never have known that that door was there. Yeah. It would, it would just, you would just open your, open your closet and there wouldn't be one there. Right. But the fact that you noticed it and then came back and it's gone, what
1: yeah, and the fact that, like, we they they had a full-blown conversation about it, him yeah. and his girlfriend. He
0: substantiated that it, it yeah. happened and it exists.
1: Yeah, because they were worried about people being able to get in, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And her reaction to it, like, what do you mean it's not there? Yeah. We need to get Stone Cold Steve Austin's voiceover of him saying, what? <laughs> whenever something hits that just, like, off the wall. I agree. I just want to hit. I agree. Because. It's. I don't. Outside of some uh, handyman bandit breaking into your house
1: and fixing re- the hole,
0: re drywall in the hole. I don't have an explanation outside of that.
1: Unless, like you said, it could be a, a form of a glitch, a dimensional like, shift, or, or like a matrix glitch. Just like something was there that's not supposed to be there, and then it corrects itself. Uh, oh
0: my god! What if? What if that door was? legitimately a doorway between realities could have been. universes and something is making its way in and out of there but whenever it closes it it disappears
1: it could have been and if you think about it like look at the old lore around like the mountains and stuff how there are appearing and disappearing doors oh yeah and stuff like that i don't know it it is it's it's truly bizarre. It's awesome, but it's truly bizarre.
0: We also want to talk about the feedback in that second call. That was
1: weird. That was definitely weird. And
0: the fact that you chimed right back in and it wasn't there.
1: Yeah, because you called back.
0: It almost I don't know. It almost sounded like a and, I don't think like some weird voice or some shit. Ah, it was you weird, dude. It's bizarre. Um, I'm I'm curious if you left these calls in your house, maybe. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe, maybe it's just a hotbed for weird shit, you know? I'm curious as to if you have had any other kind of paranormal weirdness in your home that you can't explain. Since you have that portal door, that's what I'm going to call it from here on out. That is the portal door to something we don't know. Have you had weird shit happen? Have you seen stuff out of the corner of your eyes? Have you had stuff
1: move around? Are well, you... imagine if he would have crawled into that motherfucker. He might not have came back. That door shut and disappeared. And we may not have ever had this call. He may be calling from there. Oh, shit. Does
0: that mean... Oh, hold on. Yeah. Have you seen stuff move? You smelled any weird smells that that's not supposed to be there? Like, anything out of the ordinary, let us know. On that note, if he did switch into parallel dimensions... He essentially was listening to our show
1: in two different in the
0: dimensions. first dimension, and now for yes. door shut dimension, and we're there.
1: Fuck yes,
0: which is the real Stephen Kyle.
1: Who gives a shit? We're in two separate dimensions. What if awesome. in the third
0: dimension we're super successful and good looking?
1: Oh, well, don't tell us that part.
0: They're they're winning.
1: Don't tell us that.
0: We'll fight them. I will go.
1: I'll fuck them up. <laughs> I
0: love that we are just we are crossing dimensional lines as a awesome. podcast. That's uh, great
1: but, news. But that is a I, really fair observation. I wish you
0: would have left his name because I hate referring to him as caller. But it, yeah, hit us back up and let us know if anything yes. else weird has happened. Like Fuck because well,
1: I think he said he had like, a bunch of stories.
0: Yeah, send them to
1: us. Yeah, and you love him. You need to.
0: That shit is weird. Yeah, like we hear some weird shit, and that I'm like, damn, that's weird. And that's what? coming from me, and, I'm and you weird know what's
1: guy. you know what's awesome about it is that like it's subtle, weird, like it's like you could tell that story to a lot of people, and they would be way more drawn to the UFO story. Oh yeah, versus this story. And I love these like ones it, that these just really fucking off the wall ones
0: that are are that defy explanation. Yeah, because like I said, if he would have never have noticed that, and then it disappeared,
1: Then none he, he the wiser. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it,
0: I'm be—I'm checking all the crawl spaces in my house to see if they're still there.
1: Fuck that. I don't want to know. I do. Not me. Not something's coming out of them. If I know I have to fight a
0: I more probably, successful, better lurk looking version of myself that's probably stronger and cooler than I am, I want to be able to get prepared for it. Good luck. Well, they're going to need good
1: luck. That's what I'm saying.
2: Because.
1: <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. Moving on.
0: I love holophone episodes. I don't know I if do you
1: guys are fun out, but
0: I, it just brings out the weird in people, and I am here for it.
1: Yeah. I, uh, holy shit, I ain't reading that one. You want me to read it? Yeah.
0: Is it a long banger? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I'll read it. Oh, whoa. We might have to save that one for the... Main.
1: That's
0: enough. Let's go
1: for it. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's go Read for it. it.
0: Can I see? Okay. This is a text message that we have received. It starts off. Hello, Stephen Kyle. I've always wanted to write into you guys, and I hope this is a good one. I have a dogman story. All my life, I've been sensitive to everything supernatural. I've dealt with and seen lots of spirits, shadow people, a demon, and one cryptid, and another unexplained... And weird things have happened over my life, including weird dreams. I'm just used to it by now. I'm Ben, and I'm 24 years old, and I live in Michigan in Roseville. My encounter with a very, or my encounter was very supernatural, and it started with something that happened to my girlfriend Amber. She was outside one night f- fixing something small in her car, and it was very late, about midnight. She started to hear weird noises behind her garage. It was a very loud chewing and growling noise. She ran in the house to get her sister and aunt. And they all came to peek around the corner. They're way braver than I am. And they didn't see much, but they did still hear it. It was in a corner by the fence and a tree, and it was, uh, a tree there was covering it. But they heard it chewing really loudly, and they also saw two baby raccoons on a telephone pole. We assume it was eating the mother raccoon, unfortunately. When it was running away a few minutes Of them standing there, my girlfriend saw some kind of dog-like creature hop over the fence and leave. She said the way it hopped was really high and strange-looking. Now, for me, I saw it at her house, but not behind her garage. I was over there with her mom and aunt outside, and it was the day before Christmas Eve 2021. My girlfriend's encounter was a few months before in the summertime. It was also late, about 8-ish p.m., and it was a very quick encounter. I was facing the street, and I happened to look across the street, and I saw a very tall black shadow in the shape of what I can only describe as a werewolf. It was running from right to left, and I saw it kind of like super fast in an all-black silhouette. It was very supernatural to me because we didn't see it in full view, flesh or blood or anything, but it was still very big, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing in the moment. I didn't even say anything to anyone or talk about it after. I was confused like my brain didn't want to fully accept it. It took, I think, about January when I really started to look back and talk about it. I can remember it was very easily, I can remember it very easily because you can't make that up that it was a very clear shadow and weird to see in the neighborhood like mine. I've also had small things that add to it, like two years even before this happened to either of us, I would sometimes only at night see yellow eyes in our kitchen window. At a different house from my girlfriend's, but same neighborhood. And one spot in my living room was the only place that I would see it, in a chair where you could still see the kitchen. I didn't even know what it was or put it together until after this. I'm not sure exactly if that's it, but I don't see it anymore. And back when I did, I would always get a creepy feeling from it, and it was like only I could see it. It would always trip me out, and I would look for lights that were maybe reflecting from the house or the neighbor's house or anything at all. I could never find anything. It also wouldn't be there every night. I would think about going up to the window to look out, but I always had this very sudden terrifying feeling, and I just wanted to get away from it. Also, one morning when I was getting up for work at like 5 a.m., I heard a bump and slide on my wall, the other side and from my backyard. I heard it, and I just told myself I needed to go to work. I'm not dealing with anything right now, and I didn't see anything after that. I don't know exactly if it's a dog man or something else. I feel like it's not exactly harmful because we haven't seen much and it hasn't come too close, but it's definitely made itself known. I have a lot of other stories about things that are paranormal in my part of, or in part of my life. I'm scared of it, but I'm used to it by now and I can kind of feel when I should be scared or worried. I love your guys' podcast. It gets me through my workday. You guys are awesome. Keep it up and do some more dogman stories. LOL. Hopefully I won't see anything else or see it fully but if I do I'll let you know I've always wanted to contact a podcast and I thought you guys would be the best one let me know if you have any questions and I would love to hear what you guys think of it it kind of bothers me sometimes I've never really talked to anyone other than my dad and girlfriend about it Ben my guy thanks so much for choosing us appreciate to share that. your dog man story you are definitely in dog man territory up there in Michigan 100%
1: say we got we basically got La Familia up there.
0: Oh yeah, Kyle's. Kyle's got fam up that way.
1: Well, that and then uh, that's where Kyle's from. Oh yeah, Discord. Kyle. Nice, nice. I forgot so we you got there. We got for some, some reason in my some oils brain. up there.
0: He lives closer to us. Than no, that.
1: he lives in Michigan.
0: Right on, right on. Um, let me think here. Some notes. I'm curious. Have you ever found any like evidence of it being there, like a physical being, like? you heard it eating something. Did anybody happen to go out and look around where it was to see if there was any carcass left, to see if there were any good tracks? One. Like, I'm super curious as if there's any tracks out that way because I've seen reports of Dogman leaving big wolf-like-esque tracks whenever they've been sighted. So if you do happen to encounter it again, if you don't want to see it, I'm not, I'm not imposing that on you. I hope you don't see it. But if you do... I would definitely safely try to do some follow-up and maybe see if you can't find some evidence of maybe a track, take some pictures of it, just to kind of solidify your story. The fact that so many people have also seen it is is pretty telling, seen it and heard it essentially. Uh, the eyes through the window thing reminds me of Kyle's encounter with the black dog, 100%. Yeah. The first thing that popped into my head, even the way he reacted to it. Like, I'm not dealing with this right now.
1: Yeah, it was terrifying. But uh, I, I do, like I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but you have this feeling that it's not, that it won't or can't hurt you or whatever you were saying. Uh, It ate something, my guy yeah I was it was chewing on the fence on too. an animal um however, it is interesting how it has these paranormal abilities, these spiritual abilities, like how you described it as seeing it in more or less like this shadow form and uh Tony in his dogman venture after he got back from chasing the dogman down there in Kentucky, he says that. Him and his wife one night heard what sounded like a dog walking through their house. He could hear the nails clicking on the hardwood tip taps. Yeah. But he got up to look and there was nothing there. And it, it makes you wonder, like, is this, I mean, I'm sure there is, I'm sure there's some type of spiritual, ability for lack of better words that surround these types of things
0: almost almost like it it can switch in the oh that's gross super, to think about switch from the realms of supernatural to physical metaphysical that, that's physical.
1: Re- like i knew where you were going when you started saying that and i'm like that's gross
0: like it, i mean because essentially you're gonna have to tie the two together like even with big with bigfoot's in- encounters and shit where people see it just disappear yeah into nothing like oh that's how else how else would you describe it you know
1: like that's how like being able explain it yeah it'd be like it would be like it, the dog man encountering a wall and then it decides oh I'm just gonna go into spirit mode and float through the wall and then I'm gonna go back to physical mode yep that's gross yeah Cause, that's gross
0: because half half of his story essentially
1: yeah hundred percent.
0: This spiritual being, this, yeah. this paranormal being, but you have the other half where it was physically eating. Yeah,
1: which is that's physical. A,
0: another physical creature, right? So, well,
1: yeah, that's interesting. It's it, that that's a really scary. That's a really it's yeah, scary, and it's also a really crazy way to think about it I because I haven't heard really it. heard it. I'm sure I know people have described it, just like with Bigfoot, like you're saying, in, yeah. in this back and forth, but. To then have the, I guess you could uh loosely put it as our dumbed down version. Like but like you painting that picture of it being able to turn it on and off like a light switch. Yeah. Cause a lot of you hear a lot of people that are back and forth. It's either spiritual or it's physical. And then I haven't yeah. I haven't had it put in the understanding for me that it's like a light switch. Like they literally can control it when they want to control it. Which
0: explains so much, especially like in the Bigfoot communities, you have your like your flesh and blood Bigfoot people, where this yeah. is a flesh and blood primate, and then you have your your paranormal Bigfoot people, where this is some sort of creature from another realm. Right. Well, who's to say it's not both?
1: It very well could be. And hundred percent might as well be
0: manipulated as 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 needed, which would lead a whole bunch of credence as to why we cannot find legit hard evidence of these creatures.
1: And then you would think, like, as far as capturing pictures of them, like, a lot of people will capture supposed pictures, but the pictures are fucked. They're just trash. Mm -hmm. But you would almost think that if it does have these abilities, that there would be a type of energy difference between us and them. Yeah. Right? Where would... If that makes sense. Manipulate the fucking almost. Yeah. At least affect them. Right. And that that could explain a lot right there. Some...
0: I love it. I love cryptid stories. I mean, this has
1: been an awesome night. I'm
0: um, So, uh, yeah, definitely c- call us back or email us or text us about your, more of your paranormal experience has been because I'm curious if we can tie these in to whatever this creature is. Oh, that's so awesome. The werewolf form is just, that would be, I, I feel like the dog man is probably the most terrifying cryptid.
1: Uh Wendigo, bro. Yeah, Wendigo. Wendigo is pretty fucking creepy. I'm
0: not trying to fuck with the Wendigo, but...
1: I do like his description, though, when he's like, I've more or less seen a werewolf.
0: Because that's, that's... You don't think about it when you think of Dogman until you think about Dogman, and then you're like... That's a werewolf. That's a werewolf. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that could almost... They could almost be responsible for where werewolf lore came from.
1: 100%. You know? 100%. I love it.
0: I love I love all you weirdos. That's oh, so
1: awesome, so awesome.
0: I and like he said, he hopes he never sees it again. And on that note, I hope you don't see yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But if you do, let's let's get get
1: let's, some footprints.
0: Let's take some pictures of some footprints. Hell yeah! Pull hair off the fence, send it in. We'll go. We'll have, we'll hate to have it DNA tested eventually. I would because that would be.
1: Yeah, I'll come up there and I'll find him.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll send discord Kyle out there.
1: Right. He'll He'll do it.
0: he will boots on the ground, bud. He'll get it.
1: He'll capture it for us.
0: I love it. I love
1: it. All right. We're, we're right there at the end. Shorty. We got a short voicemail. Yes, I'm going to burn it. So let's see what this is.
3: I just found your guys' podcast and you guys are great. I am obsessed with the but so episodes right now. Um, you guys are just phenomenal. I would really like to talk to you. Um, I put on a Truth Seekers Water Festival, and I think you guys might be interested in coming because it's next to the highest point on this side of the Mississippi, which is the East Coast in the Appalachian Mountains. My name's Kimberly, also known as Water Woman, and I teach the language of water. Let's have a conversation. I would like to teach you the language of water so you can feel the truth when found. If you find my website, please use it. I'm getting it rebuilt as we speak. But it's you got to put the www in there, man. it doesn't come up. But it's www, <laughs> two speakers, with an S, waterfestival.org. So let's co create something great. How about a new heaven on earth and a new script? Well, that's what we're doing at the True Seekers Water Festival. and I'd like to tell you guys about it. I'm really looking forward to talking to you guys. And keep up the great work. I'm so inspired by you. I want you to do a podcast at the festival. It's going to be so All right, listen, you guys call me and we'll do the language of water and we'll get this information out to the world and we'll share, share, share because that's what it's about. It's all about the water, my dear. So I'll talk to
0: you soon. Blessings. Kimberly, thank you so much for uh, the message and the call-in. I love your enthusiasm.
1: For sure. It is
0: awesome. And I'll be the first to say that I don't know a whole lot about water or the truth that water brings or any of that. Same. So we are definitely open to learn.
1: It does remind me of, like, water spirits and shit, though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean i'm here for the conversation so yeah yeah let's uh let's get in contact and see see what this is all about we're here I, for it. might as well we're open we are open
1: yeah ready to roll we definitely get invited to some particular things this, okay. this being one of them
0: let's let's go like
1: shit that is way out of our wheelhouse
0: yeah that's that's what we're here for might and as well. I, and I love the enthusiasm, I love the kind words. I, that, was, that was awesome, so: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we will definitely get in contact and see what this is all about, because this is definitely new to me. I'll be checking out the website and seeing what's going on with the, wa- the truth the water's bringing. But yes, thank you so much for uh, calling in and being inspired. You, yeah. your, your energy in, it's inspired me.
1: Yeah, I actually, actually, now that you bring that up, I, why did we inspire you? Yeah, yeah. I well, think it's Please. a fair question.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Email us or call us, but yeah. call us back and leave a message about how we were inspiring. Because
1: I'm interested. I think
0: of inspiring, I definitely do
1: not. I think, think of, of like myself Arnold Schwarzenegger and The Predator, Bruce Willis and Die Hard.
0: In- inspirations are
1: subjective. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's just my <laughs> form of inspiration. <laughs> So
0: I think that I think that is a good spot to end the Hollow Phone episode for, for sure. This evening, for sure. There's a bunch. We're probably gonna make some more. So until we talk to you next Monday, stay safe, stay weird, and call us back with the MH70 story, please. Email us, text us, because I'm trying to figure out how this. A damn missing airplane ties into your UFO story. Let's go.